If you change your mind, take a chance. I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Take a chance. 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 Might as well do a show. My brother, my brother, and me. Episode fourteen. I never thought. I never thought we'd make it this far. I never thought we'd get over that thirteen hump. But we did. Almost didn't. Consider it humped. I guess. That's what I'm saying. Um, this is an advice show. If you're unaware, for the modern era. Um, if you're just now joining us, welcome. You can hop on right now. There's no nothing you have to know already. There's no continuity. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon. Plenty of room on the bandwagon. I think, but at this point, if you're just now listening to it, you've missed like the getting in on the ground floor. Like you can't you think say so. That I think still. I was, think I think first twenty five episodes, you're still like in the founders club. Because okay. I plan on stopping at episode uh, six hundred and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. So in so we're. We're still sort of on point there, as far as that goes. Okay. Well, everyone's jackets are in the mail. Your Founders Club's jackets. Founders Club jackets. Real nice stuff. Really like, soft really material. Like, really, just half polyester, half spider silk. It's like a polyester spider silk windbreaker. Blend. It's a blend windbreak. Blend. And our faces, spiders, though, is our faces are on the elbows, like patches. Right. Made of spider webs. Jacket. I had Travis harvest all the spider eggs. It was... Terrifying. They incubated in his belly and then burst forth and made jackets. <laughs> he had that to, part was actually pretty nice. That was nice. He had I to finally s- understood what motherhood is like. <laughs> Travis had, had to... An s- anonymous uh, <laughs> emailer on Gmail. I just want to say that Travis had to swallow a jacket pattern that we bought at Michael's. <laughs> That's all An anonymous emailer on Gmail asks, uh, I received my first job out of college in March, and I am still employed here. I was curious when it was appropriate to ask for a raise and how to go about doing it. My boss is a really nice guy, but due to my social anxiety and my lack of fully understanding the intricacies of a workplace, and this workplace in particular, I'm afraid to bring it up. What do you suggest? I say six months or the first time you see him boning the FedEx lady. hey hey That's what? That's time to do it. Most jobs have like an annual or three months or nine month review. So you might want to check and make sure that that doesn't already exist. But otherwise, bring it up after you've done something really great or something really wrong. Start by joking about it. And then the, the classic, the, a classic McElroy move, suddenly the joke becomes serious. <laughs> they want oh, to yeah. know when it happens. <laughs> it's like you've been joking about it and then wait. Has it been a joke? I don't remember, but I think he's been talking about it for a long time. Which and you, you can always do the. Oh, go on. You got to keep in mind is that company, it's worrying about spending its money on things like buying the things that it needs to keep its company running and keeping the power turned on at their big. Yeah, you know, wait locations. a minute. They don't, give, they don't give two shits if they're paying you an extra 50 cents an hour. The only person who cares about that is you. So, yeah. you know. Don't, don't feel like you're inconveniencing them. I realize the best time to ask for raise is after the economy is not made of toilets. How about that? <laughs> How about you wait until that is happening? Where, where the the your your basic threat is if you don't give me um a a, a raise, I'm quitting. And like in most companies, oh God, thank Christ, finally fewer staffers. 
I'm going to let you in on a Travis McElroy secret when I have shitty jobs and I want to get a raise. What you do is lower your standards. Lower their standards. Just start doing a really average, boring job. Really only commit about 65% every day. And then one week, go in (laughs) and give 92%. Don't push yourself. Don't wear yourself out or anything. But comparatively... It'll make it seem like, wow, he's... Travis has been getting a lot better, hasn't he? Has he been getting a lot better? And that (laughs) is the time to start bringing up, like, raises and promotions. When you really haven't pushed yourself or done anything, you've just lowered their expectations (laughs) so low that you can't fuck it up. I thought he got bad for a while, but he seems to be on an upswing. Also, if if your bosses seem unreceptive to the idea of giving you a raise... Don't be afraid to dip your snoot in the tiller. Just get down in there. Maybe slide a couple. Just, a couple maybe twinskies. just taste. Maybe you just need a taste. Just slip a couple twinskies into that back pocket. <laughs> hey, Are those your twinskies? Did you come in with them? It's, I think so. <laughs> just a taste of the snoot. Taste what that tiller. Just taste the tiller. Formspring asks, Mabim Bam, yes. I've been chosen to be a best man in my friend's wedding, and I've been trying very hard to figure out what to say for the toast. Do you have any suggestions? Thanks. Mm. Travis, I, I'm pretty the sure one. there's like a formula to this. Like, mm-hmm. open with a joke, tell a story, give a well wish for the future, take a drink. Or take 80 drinks beforehand, and then it'll be over before you know it. If you I, can remember what you said in your toast, it wasn't a good toast. I have only given one best man toast, and they're divorced now, so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> Apparently <laughs> just you. the That's opposite of whatever I did. Oh, if you're giving I think as long stage as you, advice. I know. Here's, the, here's, here's, here's your toast. Just say, don't get divorced, and if you do, it's not on me. It's not on me. <laughs> and drop the mic. But drop it. Hold it horizontally first yeah. and then drop it drum lines what? like you have to do with all microphones <laughs> i don't even know where they make stands anymore what am i gonna do with that uh, didn't you mean drop it on the floor because that's what i'm doing um no just don't say anything that's gonna embarrass the newlywed couple don't ruin the wedding there it is don't ruin don't the wedding it's gonna ruin yeah. the wedding. yeah because they spent so much money it's not your time it's their time so don't ruin it by talking about genitalia or anything Hey, my brother, my brother, and me. I was just wondering. I'm going to be going to college in the fall. Are there any essential college things that I should do in college? <laughs> Thank you. That's from Google Voice. Um, now, l- let's talk about Google Voice for a second. Okay. We have a we have a toll number. Toll well, not not toll free. There is a toll. The um, toll number. The toll free service costs us money. And come on, um, we're passing it down to the listener to the user. Uh, so you can call. That number is 203-MABIMBAM1 or 203-626-2261 uh, and leave a message. Now, when you do that, you need to leave your name, which uh, this person did not do. Um, and you also need to enunciate or don't because the transcriptions that Google Voice generates are hilarious. Uh, and I'd like to take a moment to read some of these, if that's okay with everyone. Okay, are we going to circle back around on this question or no? We're, we'll come back to it. But okay. I, I feel this is such an important new feature to Mabim Bam that I think we okay. need to 
to bring it in. Well, let me let, I'll tell you what. Let's advise this person real quick because I want to be able to advise okay. people who have called into Google Voice via their transcriptions. Okay. Um, uh, whoever you are, just learn. Just learn. I, I swear to God, <laughs> if you focus on actually learning right in, the, in your college years, you will be literally years ahead of your compatriots. And then and, – and also – um, on the flip side of that, if, if we can be the devil on your shoulder from it, just don't learn. Just don't don't go to classes and stuff. Like, just do the minimum amount you need to graduate. And if you're lucky, you will get to attend a party that's broken up by the FBI, as I did once, and that party ruled. <laughs> or throw a beach party in your. Uh, we 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 used to have an annual beach blush party. Where we would fill fill my friend Jason's apartment with sand, and uh, his landlord loved that. Did not get that security deposit back. Uh, <laughs> or so, throw a computer beach party. Uh, what's that? Everyone, YouTube computer beach party. Whenever you're done uh, doing this, I, I think you should also figure out what you want to do early because nobody has ever switched majors in college and finished. Yep. That's Commit true. to a life. Commit to a life now. Now. Okay, Google Voice. So, Google Voice. Let's, let's read some gems. Okay. Hey, it's not to choose from everywhere. Nine. Well, you know, I was really knows where you at some of that. The picks up, pick up the phone lines. I, I wouldn't touch. Anyway, my girlfriend's going away. On. Thank you for about a month. And I'm going to be here alone here, and I don't know what to do. I have friends, but anyway, once I just... Thanks. Bye. Great question. Whoa. Great question. Um, I think, is he saying he's got nine girlfriends, and they're, some of them are going away, and some of them are still going to be his friends? I think so, and also his girlfriend is on. Is on. His girlfriend's on. capitalized on, on okay. for some reason. So his girlfriend's like on point. She is on, yeah. like 24-7. Just drama, it sounds like. Sounds like he's got eight girlfriends that are non-drama girlfriends. And he's got one who's just on 24-7. Drama, drama, drama. And is she the one leaving? It sounds like it. For a month? For a month. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. <laughs> so she, you're calling her, okay, and she's not answering. And you got eight girlfriends at home. I think you just need to stop worrying. Yeah. I feel right? like you're covered. I feel like you got it with this girlfriend scenario. You're like that girl a couple weeks ago who wanted to meet 11 nice guys every week. <laughs> Here's another good one. Okay. Hey, to Saturday, Am. I was serious questions for you this time. One, do you think that will me, I'm loser, mall, hey, do the, or innocent, and why he had act? Mm. That, I, that, that had to be about the black eyed peas, right? Read over yeah. again. I think it's about the Black Eyed Peas. I think I hey, heard Will I Saturday, Am. Am. Yeah, I Will I Am. Questions for you this time. Okay. One. Is it 2008? No, it's 3000 and late. What? Okay. Do you think that Will me? I'm loser mole. Hey, do the or innocent and why he had act. Did you say do the or innocent? Do the or innocent, yeah. Okay, all right. So he's getting that's into the dance. dance scene. Yeah, that's the dance. That's the new dance in the South, in college campuses on the South. And I'm pretty sure the the Asian guy in the Black Eyed Peas is named Loser Mall. Is it Loser yeah. Mall? It's Will I Am, Loser Mall, Fergie, Justin Timberlake, Fergie Ferg, and Fergie. Hey, did you guys know that Fergie is short for Ferguson? 
So I you're saying this caller is asking about Clarissa Explains It All. Where can they find back episodes that prominently feature? Ferguson from Clarissa Explains It All got a sex change operation um, downtown. And now he's... He not in his uptown. Piece. Not his uptown. He already he, had... The location was uptown, yes. but... Okay. He pieces. didn't go to the Bronx or Brooklyn. He went uptown to the nice sex change. Sure. Place. That's where all the good sex change operators. That's right above that. Everyone knows that, Justin. <laughs> that's right above that really good Thai place we went to that one time. The really yeah. good sex change place. Um, so that's Yahoo. Or that's, 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 confused. that's our voicemail number. For us you got me excited when you said that's Yahoo. I thought you were about to say that Yahoo Serious and called our voicemail line. So that's Yahoo Serious. If you're Yahoo Serious and you're listening to this show, please, sweet Christ, leave a message. And make another movie. Make some more movies. Just slightly less young Einstein. That's the movie I want from you this year. Middle-aged Einstein. Slightly <laughs> middle-aged Einstein in 2010 or bust. That's all so, Call our voicemail, 203-626-2261 or 203-MABIMBAM1 and, and, you know, ask for some wisdom and we'll give it to you. MBMBAM1. If you can think of an easier way to remember that, let us know. Um, How about Yahoo? A serious Yahoo question. Okay. Uh, This one comes from Nina. Nina. Who asks, uh, am I pregnant? I had dry hump sex with my boyfriend on Friday and I was on my period. I am having weird feeling in my stomach and under my stomach it hurts and my lower back hurts or is it that I am thinking that I am pregnant? That why am I feeling like this? Oh, wow. Um, I think... Sounds like a real scare. Yeah, sounds like a scare. Uh, it sounds like um, the, the, the pain you're having in your stomach might be those... Um, those rocks or child's toys that you ate because you're so stupid. <laughs> that could be the answer that you were just picking up small objects that you can fit in your mouth, like a like a, a, a pool cue chalk, uh, iPhones, just anything you can swallow. You've been. You've I been- eated some Legos before having dry hump sex with my boyfriend. <laughs> with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, um, she also intercapped boyfriend, which I'm going to start doing from now on. Uh, you, Listen. You uh, you can't get pregnant by dry humping your boyfriend on your period, but you can get single pretty quickly. <laughs> and I can get grossed out. I can get pretty yucked. Um, <laughs> that pain you're feeling in your stomach might be the devil, you sinner. Yeah. What well, up? How about you go to church? Really trying to get out. Yeah, Satan. But this no, is what happens. The baby. By the way. Yeah, good luck with your baby. Your stupid baby. When you know what? Probably are like, gets that's the way life sex education classes kicked out of schools. This is the result. Yeah. Good going, America. Yeah, way to go, America. Look what you've done. And and by the way, this you know this girl is definitely pregnant, right? Because this is that is the world we are in. This girl's definitely, definitely pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so super pregnant. Yeah. Future Mabim Bam listener right there. Hey, I'm leaving my job of two years next week and I'm very, very excited about the move. I know. Well, there's your first mistake. I can just stop you right here. Uh, I know on my last day during my exit interview, I will be asked why I'm leaving. My issue is, should I tell my horrible bosses that they suck and everyone who works under them hates their lives? Or should I play nice to avoid burning bridges in case I ever need a reference? I really want to tell them what's up for the sake of my friends and coworkers I'm leaving behind. Tristan can't help them. Fact. Tristan can always help them. Uh, he's an American hero. But anyway... Uh, he's, I mean, he's up. He's up in Osama's guts in Afghanistan and Iraq right now. But he this, actually possesses the ability to teleport. Um, you just have to say his name backwards. Yeah, it's not. It's not a big deal. Um, 
or you can just subscribe to his Twitter feed. He's the Trisket. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, and he'll just, just ask him there. Just ask him on the Twitter. Uh, you are not going to do yourself any good. Uh, but did any, let me ask you this. Did anybody do that for you, Laura, in the two years you were at that job? Did anybody have an exit interview where they told their bosses not to be such dill weeds? Probably not. I That's can't one of those things stress that everybody this enough. always fantasizes about. And but you're never going to actually do it. You're going to roll into that meeting. They're going to ask why you're leaving. And you're going to say, "Well, it was just time." And then you'll get out and feel like a you know a, a you know a coward for not saying anything. But no one ever says anything. Yeah, who cares? They don't want to hear it. it they really don't matter. It doesn't matter what you say. I I or what you do. There, you don't have to have some you know grand send off. All you have to do, just dip that snoot in that tiller. Wow! You have no reason not to do it. They're not going to fire you. Just dip your snoot in. Get your snoot deep down in there, and just take everything that's not stapled. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how good you'll feel if you give a lying in your exit interview, but you know that your pocket is full of staplers, just <laughs> full of like staplers and post-it notes and cash, just cold hard cash. Oh, and throw this out. Why are you leaving? I could never find a stapler. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> Good luck. And just leave them with that thought, and I guarantee you they will spend the next week trying to find a stapler. Hey. Oh, that's great. Which is correct. This is from a baby. Gmail. Uh, which is correct. I a baby. C- a baby. <laughs> I couldn't care less, or I could care less. I've heard both views, but we need a definitive answer. You know what's ironic about this one? The answer is actually in the question, which is so rare. <laughs> You've said it twice. The answer, of course, is I, I, I couldn't care less. Right. I feel like although it depends thing, on what you're saying. I feel like I couldn't care less is like, you know, fuck it, who cares? I couldn't care less. But then if you're having a touching moment, you're like, I could care less. That's a, <laughs> that's saying a completely different thing. Yeah, I don't see I care what, a great deal about what's going on right now. There are levels of caring yeah. that are below my current level. That um I don't think you should do either. I don't think you should say either one. I think you need to get invested in your world, make a positive difference. Team up mm-hmm. with us, Russell Simmons. We're going to go down the riverfront and just pick up all the trash. And, and that about, is caring. How about work this into your vernacular? I could care more. <laughs> yeah. I'll confuse people. Flip the script. Okay. Hey, how, do you feel about the, how do you feel about dolphins? I couldn't care more. Got to save them all. <laughs> how do you feel about the oil spill? I couldn't care more. I care so much. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts sometimes. Uh, why did you quit your job? Because I care too much. I care too much <laughs> as Arby's to watch you. Turned it into the freak show that it has become. It is supposed to be a roast beef and roast beef related product establishment, and you've turned it into something. It's just a tool of a mockery. Mockery of the Arby name. The Arby family will be hearing about this. Good day, sir. Good day. Okay, guys. So I'm 19 and from Scotland. I've been actively Congrats. going out drinking and fraternizing in the clubs for about a year and a half now. But I'm coming to America for a few weeks months in september and i'm not going to be allowed to legally drink oh man what the fuck do i do i go out like three or four times a week at the moment and i can't imagine the horror of not being allowed to drink what would you guys suggest i do to fill my time or to get into bars okay simon you attend alcoholics anonymous meetings. yeah get your life in order dude you're 19 this should not be that big of a problem for you but that said <laughs> you don't know how it is man you're coming to america with a Scottish accent, you've basically got a superpower. Basically. Ooh, that's true. Well, that's if I'd true. been rocking the, a Scottish accent at 19, woof, I've, I've been drinking on the 
on the rag. You're like a young Craig Fergie. Yeah, Craig <laughs> Fergie oh, Ferg. Fergie Ferg. Did you know Ferguson grew up or got his sex change operation undid, changed his first name to Craig, <laughs> and and uh, and hosted a late night talk show? He's actually um, he's a a lycanthrope. Is that right? Like yeah. he's a lycomorph. Where in the daytime he's animorph. <laughs> an animorph. He can he's change an animorph. In the daytime he is Craig Ferguson, comedy talk show host. Nighttime, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. It seems like poor timing. If I was between, between three and four in the morning, he's a tiger. I would, <laughs> I would want to be the late night talk show host at night. I think he I, records them in the daytime, though. Don't you know how TV works? Three or four in the afternoon. And then at night, he dances around the Black Eyed Peas and pees on himself. <laughs> People in the place, if you want to get down. Uh, listen, Simon, seriously, you're not going to have any problems. Just tell somebody, like, with your with your Scottish accent, say that you want some beer, some American beer, and you're going to get it. It's not going to be a big deal, I promise. You're just going to have to drink at people's houses. You're not going to be able to yeah. drink in in bars. Although, you know what? You're probably – you know you're going to be able to get into the bars, right? You just can't buy the drinks. But if you're over 18, most places you can get in. Um, you just can't drink. Uh, I'm going to throw out a three-word answer here. Grow a beard. Oh, wow. A beard he's from a Scotland and he's 19, he's already there. Yeah. yeah. Get a beard and a Scottish accent. You'll be collecting Social Security checks. Forget about People think you're 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that not just year old man that came with Denise? Oh, that's Simon. He's 19. Go buy him a beer. Not just any old beard, though. A great big bushy beard. A great big bushy beard. Hey, Yahoo okay. Answers user Ike, Bottom Crawler. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Asks, in movies, who is the greatest? Who is the greatest, your favorite protagonist? Who is the greatest, your favorite villain? Who is the greatest, your favorite duo? He provides a few answers. Protagonist, Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone. Ha ha, you want to see an American tough guy? Rocky has done it all. <laughs> Rocky has done it all. Walk the streets playing with a ball. Own a restaurant and unite the world through boxing. <laughs> villain, the queen. Lucille Laverne, the old witch who fed Snow White the poison apple so that she could be, quote, fairest of them all. Duo, Hans Solo, <laughs> Harrison Ford, and Chewie. Oh, man. Well, it Chewie seems like you already spelled, answered his own question. Chewie spelled C-H-E-W-Y. <laughs> and his buddy Crunchy. I have got to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, these people are icons. You know, they're they're role models for people, and I get the importance of of needing to know who is the best, who is the greatest. Um, I mean, Rocky Balboa has done it all: mm-hmm. um, walking the streets, playing with a ball, and he does own a restaurant. And like that's that's something I aspire to on a daily. Is this did this person mean to write a freeform rap? <laughs> it kind of sounds like it. Only kinda, the best rap ever. Yeah, it's kind of fresh. Oh, did you hear that new bottom crawler jammer? <laughs> Rocky's done it all. Walk the streets with a ball. I heard he's working with Will I Am and <laughs> Ferguson. Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> Walking down the hall, playing with a ball. Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> 
Uh, Formspring asks, I can't sleep. What can I do to sleep? I love these questions, man. So simple. So simple. What do I do to sleep? Pizzizz. Gotta get down on that Pizzizz. Special, official sponsor of my brother, my brother and me. Just get a Pizzizz nap. You're going to feel good. You know, I always used to get tricked into that because I used to have trouble sleeping too. And uh, mom and dad would always, you know, when I was little, say, well, just lay down and close your eyes. And it's as good as sleeping. You know, just lay there and rest. And then all of a sudden you're waking up two hours later and you're like, oh, I fell asleep. It's when you try to sleep. It's when you're thinking so hard about it. That's why you can't sleep because you're trying to sleep. You know, just let yourself fall asleep. It's much easier. Yeah. If you I close like your dream, I'm a superhero. You like to dream you're a superhero. I dream I'm a superhero. That one always knocks me out. I don't know why. I just dream I have superpowers and then boop. I think it's because I want superpowers so bad that I want to really get into that dream. Okay. So my body's like, here we go. Okay, I like that. Out. I like that. I think maybe it's because you're not stressed. Because you're not stressed about anything because you're thinking about, wow, superpowers, that would be bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think if you have trouble getting to sleep, then you're not tired. Maybe oh, stay boy. up and do something. <laughs> you know, your life's taken away. If you don't want to go to sleep, don't go to sleep. That's what I say. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, a trick, and you know, jokingly, most people would say, you know, have a couple drinks. But the problem is, when you do that, you don't sleep as well. It's the reason if you get really drunk, you tend to like wake up bright and early because you're not really sinking into that deep, restful sleep that you get naturally. So you might fall asleep, but you're not going to get the same rest you would if you just, you know, allowed yourself to fall asleep naturally. That's true. That's true. The the drinking thing is not a good. I just say get up. You know what? Exercise can be good. If you exercise mm-hmm. during the day, sometimes you'll sleep better. I think. I bet I've heard. <laughs> I have no idea. How could I how could I test that theory? I don't know. Also, oh. don't have nightmares. Oh yeah. yeah. Do everything if up. you are having a dream and it starts to look like a nightmare, you need to just you need to inception that shit and switch it back to a good dream. Flip it. Inception. I haven't seen Inception, but I think it's just Leonardo DiCaprio taking nightmares and turning them into sweet, sweet yeah. dreams. He's like, this place looks like a nightmare. Let's get you out of here. I'm going to flip this script. Look, my fingers, made Cameron of, is there. my fingers are made of rainbows. You're in a gumdrop candy forest. <laughs> what are your views, asked Formspring, on the use of recreational drugs? They're illegal. People who do them should go to jail. Yeah, have fun in jail, druggo. How's that? How do? Uh, what are my views on robbing liquor stores that's a, that's a crime well except for salvia salvia is legal right yeah but don't do that because then you'll think the world's ending <laughs> for about yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> it's the worst and then you'll and then you'll wish the world ended <laughs> yeah oh wow Use of recreational drugs i i one time i got as far as recreational drugs the one time i got high on salvia i i was still high and my dad called and talked to my wife and somehow the conver- my dad joked that my grandmother could see the future, and I started crying because my nanny could see the future. <laughs> so don't. So I guess what I'm saying is don't do drugs. Nope. I I did salvia, and now I'm a Zen Buddhist. Um. So. So there. Yeah, things it's, happen. It was a it was an eye opening experience. It was. I, w- I actually just got back from uh, from the Pitchfork Music Festival, where I was constantly surrounded by people who were enjoying a number of jazz cigarettes. And <laughs> let me tell you, that's tough, man. It, it makes people do some crazy things out in the hot sun. You were just high on music, though, right? In good times? 
I was high on music in good times. I'm talking, but like everyone else around me was like, hey, Griffin, try this jazz cigarette. And I was like, no, I don't. I got to be strong. That's, that's important to keep in mind. When you smoke the devil grass, it might be fun for you, but everyone around you hates you. Yeah, everything's like, boring. Because it yeah. turns you into an incomprehensible ninny. You're not funny. You're boring. You're boring. Hey, and you start doing that laugh thing and Ugh, it's slap, so not- slap the shit out of you. Hey, Although, it's so much different from watching a drunk guy stumble around. That shit's funny. Because who knows what he's going to do? I he's know it's crazy. Guy's he's drunk. The weed guy's going to ask if I've seen uh, uh, <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, I have. And do I want to watch it again? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Um, but don't do, don't do recreational drugs because soon you're going to be out on the streets like that, that lady in Los Angeles who was on the crack that came up and coughed into my mouth as I was walking on the sidewalk. <laughs> coughed right into my mouth. Crack. She stood in front of me, waited for me to open my mouth. And, just, <laughs> <laughs> and then charged him $200 for it. You can't salvage that day. You know that? <laughs> I, can't, I didn't salvage That's that. That's a big old L. Uh, I, I've recently, this is from Scotty, who's a lady, uh, asked this on Gmail. I recently started working for my mother. She is running for public office, and I'm basically her personal assistant and media director, which just means I run her Facebook and Twitter. The problem I'm having is that I try to take the job seriously and try to be professional while my mother does the opposite. She'll poke fun at me and treat me like a 14-year-old while I'm trying to work. How can I try to establish a work relationship without upsetting her? Any advice? That's tough, Scotty, because that's why a lot of people don't work for their folks. Or I mean, I, I've, I've thought for a long time I've had the opinion that working for family is not a good idea. Yeah, it, it's just a weird – I mean, which is probably not very helpful to you. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> Give up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess I guess you should usually try to ape the spirit of the boss. And, like, if she's not being serious about it, then you have no reason to take it super seriously either. I mean, I, I guess is the best advice I can give you because that's just going to cause – you're not going to be able to convince her to take it more seriously. It's her campaign. Also, you run her Facebook and Twitter. You have the reins to her to her social, you know, face. Yeah. So so you could take her hostage, basically. You could make her tweet some really embarrassing shit if she if she you know plays you like a chump. Yeah. Say stop playing me like a chump, moms. Nobody gives anybody respect. You got to earn that shit. Yeah, on the street. Yep. I guess what I'm saying is shiver. Yeah. Shiver. Challenge her mom to a fight in the exercise yard. Yeah, and her old toothbrush in the ribs. The old sharpened toothbrush to the ribos. Uh, so Scotty stab your mom. Tucker writes. <laughs> Tucker writes. <laughs> work in the retail store and have to deal with the occasional douchebag customer who thinks it's appropriate to yell and scream at me over policies and practices that aren't mine. Do you have any suggestions on tactics to respond to people like this? And do I and still keep my sense of self worth? I have a great suggestion for you, Tucker, from Gmail. Go fetal. <laughs> they mm-hmm. start Ellen, you go fetal and it's like oh what did i do they won't know what they did and you're not going to tell them because you're fetal right now and 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 then and what do they have to do now they're concerned about your well-being they have to call over your boss they say look i was this person went fetal what were you doing i was kind of yelling at him and stuff get out of my store <laughs> wake wait wake up tucker it's okay they're gone now you it's your fainting acting up again yeah it is do you want to take the rest of the day off uh, yeah, I think so. Boom! Go see Inception. That's your <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for yelling at me, D-bag. I'll see you in the popcorn line. Jerk. 
Yeah, that's it. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah, go fatal. Uh, Benjamin asks via Gmail, Dear McElroy clan, I'm 19 and my girlfriend has just given birth to my first son, Alfie. What Congratulations. My question is, how do I become fatherly? Well, Shit. I generally wear a dressing gown and slippers when lazing around and do enjoy a Werther's Originals <laughs> along with other boiled sweets. Do I need to start smoking a pipe or wearing a tweed jacket? Benjamin. Benjamin, you jumped right over. You went straight to great-grandfatherly, man. You did it. <laughs> I often tell my kids about the war. Yeah, I make them put coconut oil on my legs to get rid of my varicose veins. What? You confuse dad. Like, your dad is supposed to be... The only trick to being a dad is to constantly let your child know that you could beat the shit out of them at any given moment. <laughs> your your old man has to be old man strong, which means that your old man is stronger than you, always. Sure. And that's only that dad's. includes both, like, physical strength and mental strength. Don't hit your kids, folks. That's not what I'm saying. You Just need- make them live in constant fear that you will. Yeah. And yes. that it'll hurt so bad because you're so strong. Right. Cause you're strong, strong, I, remember, strong dad. I remember once playing board games with the family, and dad beat Clue in one round. Solved yeah. that shit. Solved that game piece in one round. And that, to me, also is part of old man strength. That idea of my dad is a is a genius. Is, yeah, I was just thinking about leading a family revolt up to that point, and then dad <laughs> shut his shit down. Ah, alpha dog! Um, I guess what we're saying is be the alpha dog. And don't you could also enjoy the one year that you've legally been allowed to vote. <laughs> oh, man. But congratulations on your child. Uh, also, marry her. Come on, man. Yeah. Do what I think. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. You clearly like it. Um, I recently got a new girlfriend, and this is from Formstring, and I've been trying to introduce my friends to her. A select few, all dudes, seem to be acting as if she has to plague or, the plague or something. They don't want me coming over to their house with her anymore. What the hell happened? Oh, Jesus. Dude, she's terrible. Did yeah. you hear? Can oh. we consider the possibility that she is legitimately bubonic? Oh, she got the boobs. No, I mean, Which like, I think might she become has the-, the new coolest description of a girl ever. Like, bootylicious. Oh, yeah, the girl's bubonic. She's <laughs> straight bubonic. Straight bubonic. Um, you see the bubons on her? She's cold bubonic. I mean, if your girlfriend's wearing the mask of Red Death, you you probably well. First, you shouldn't be dating her, but you definitely shouldn't expose your friends to her. Yeah, what kind of friend, friend, quote unquote friend? I guess semi friend, friend with benefits. That benefit being the plague. Mm-hmm. Um, hey everyone, come come be around. Come drink up the humors of my totally sick girlfriend. She gonna yeah. you this die. Is my girlfriend, the outbreak monkey. Enjoy. Yeah. uh... Yeah, she's bad. She's bad. Not a good person. They, they, they. You gotta weigh against like one of two things has happened. Either she is terrible, or she makes you act like a terrible person because they like you, right? And they know it's gonna be awkward if they don't like your girlfriend. So one of those two things is happening. It's not. It's not anything they're doing. I'm sure. Um. So you really need to like examine it. Take it. Take a step back. Also, there's a chance she's stealing stuff. She might be stealing stuff from their house. <laughs> Why would she do that? So next time know. she picks up, next time she picks up anything, anything, uh, point at her face and yell "thief" as loud as you can. <laughs> and thief. Then see how she reacts. That's yeah. how you gauge it. If she's like, if she like drops it and run, just sprints and throws herself through a plate glass window. You got her. Egg, you nailed her. You got her. 
Good one. Um, Yahoo Answers user Treetops. This is an important question. We, we rarely deal with matters of health okay. on this show. That's so true. I, I think this is going to – Treetops asks, is there an easier way to lose weight than this? <laughs> In the description of this question, uh, Treetops has pasted a link to the music video for Rock Lobster. Is there an easier way of losing weight than doing Rock Lobster? No. No. The answer is clearly no, but I I mean the Adkins diet maybe, but that's a temporary – that ketosis only lasts for so long. Rock Lobster, that's a deep burn. (laughs) Deep burn. You will be reddened after that. And it breaks down all the fatty acids, the fatty layers, and they just fall off your body. I'm a big proponent of uh, people – I feel like people are born into their sexual preference. But I'm pretty sure if you go from being a fat guy to a skinny guy because you work out to rock lobster constantly, <laughs> that will make you gay. I am 100% sure you will be gay after that. That will make you into a gay person. That's the only surefire way <laughs> to switch it up. I think, I think to switch it back, you just have to see the expendables. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Um, well, that can go one of two ways, I think. There's yeah. a lot of beefcake in that movie. Wow. <laughs> Holy wow. shit. It's like a beef bakery in there. It's, it's- it is like a beef bakery. <laughs> Making sweet beef breads. <laughs> oh, delicious. People oh, often say that I look like Jack Black. Is that a good thing from Spring? Nope. No. That's code. He's the one chubby guy in, who's, who they let be in movies. So well, I would rather get Jack Black than Jonah Hill. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. But but, Jack, but Jack Black sucks now. Name one good good thing Jack Black has done in, in like the past five years. Uh year one comedy movie? Maybe you didn't wow. see it. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. I couldn't finish that movie. It was terrible. I don't know. Have you seen the Anyo Uno version? Uh Anyo Uno? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think I've seen that one. Uh, it, it is better in Spanish. You really get the deep, deep subtext. The subtext being me, you're wasting your life on year one. Ugh, Harold Ramis made me sad. Made my heart tired. I would rather get Jack Black than Chris Kattan. You, but you do get Chris Kattan. Not probably not anymore. Because you look at like Chris Kattan. But, but with the beard, it's probably, probably that's probably been lightened, right? I actually, I got told the other day I look like a grizzled Chris Kattan. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> a Chris Kattan who's been through some shit. Like Chris Kattan has. Oh boy, um, he's been in some shit. I don't know if he's been through it. All though. I can think is somewhere Chris Kattan is getting more and more attractive every day, and more less grizzled. Yeah, as I become more grizzled, like a portrait of Dorian Gray kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, you. Look- I want to hear Griffin's last question, uh, but first we have some uh, housekeeping. Uh, of course, you can always um, contact our show. Griffin, tell them all the ways, all the many, many ways. Uh, they're all collected, um, amalgamated, if you will, on mbmbam.com. Uh, but there's a link to our form spring page there. You can email us at uh, mbmbam at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, tweet at us using the hashtag MBMBAM or at MBMBAM. You can call us at 203-626-2261 or 203-MABIMBAM1. 
You gotta stop using all those numbers, I think. I think it's just gonna, nobody's gonna remember that. Okay, 203 Mabimbam1. Leave a clear message where you enunciate and uh, leave your name, and we'll uh, we'll read them on the show. Uh, And that's it. Make sure you you download and subscribe to the show. Well, you've already downloaded it, obviously, but subscribe, and, and if you get a second, if you could leave a rating on iTunes or a review. Those really, really help us um, get get up on the, the, the ratings, the rankings. You know, we just want to be number one. Or, and uh, uh, so here's the exciting thing. Ooh. The exciting thing is that um, you should, if not right this second, then, then, then almost certainly by the end of the day. Uh, you should be able to go to mbmbam.com, and we're going to have a link there to uh, to pre-order T-shirts. Yay! Yay! Yay. Uh, we got two T-shirts. Have I already described them? I feel like yes. I've them again. But two T-shirts. Um, I, I think they're like nineteen bucks. Um, you can and and double XLs and triple XLs cost like a buck more because. It's a it's a fatty tax story, <laughs> uh, and uh, you can uh, that, better yet, you can get ten uh, percent off of the pre-order if you use the special code Walnut at checkout. <laughs> can we whisper it? What? I think it's I think it's better if we whisper the Whis- secret code. Whisper the secret code. Don't tell me. Walnut. 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 You, yeah, you use that secret code and you'll get ten percent off your pre-order. Um, these are it. I don't know how many more than the pre-orders we're going to make because uh, we have no idea how many people are going to buy these. <laughs> so if you want one, get in it. Um, and of course, it'll be a little while before we get the shirt to you because uh, you know we're doing we're pre-orders right now, right? Um, so buy them, buy for your kids, your family members, uh, your friends, people you don't like so much. Try to make them cooler. Um, and and you can you can pick those up. We'll have a link. Uh, our friends at ninja-bot.com are 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 sort of handling that for us. Um, and you can uh, uh, if you have any questions ex- beyond uh, what we've said here, you can uh, you can email store at ninja-bot.com and uh, and uh, you can ask them questions that you have. But uh, those pre-orders, the link should be up on the site. On our site, mbmbam.com. Um, our iPhone app isn't uh, up yet. Apparently, there's, you know, it's got to go through the Apple machine. So we'll let you know when that's when that's. They have to make sure that it's not just like a button, and you press that button, and then JPEGs of dicks pop up. <laughs> they got to do the old dick JPEG test. Um, so, so that's the exciting stuff that's going on uh, right now. So make sure you, and of course. Your 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 source for up to the date information is always in bmbam dot com. Yeah, yeah. So check out that web address. Check out that web address and get Twitter while you're at it. Follow us at mbmbam dot com. And thank you so much for listening. We hit a hundred thousand downloads last week. One hundred k. It's stunning. It's gross. It's staggering. Gross. It's disgusting. Ugh. I've never felt more important. I've started pushing people. Talking about the little guy, it's great. <laughs> you bully. I'm finally, the big shit. Well, let's not go no? crazy. Okay, maybe I should return that Lamborghini. Our final question of today comes to us from William E., 
Who asks? Does anyone remember a Sudafed medicine commercial that aired from 1992 to 1993 that shows a woman and her car? What did you think of it? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Get your dad. Where I'm with. You will never know me. <laughs> <laughs>